Welcome to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. I'm your host and the president of IAW, Megan Bizzuto. This show features amazing women from the IAW community who are climbing the corporate ladder and taking their communities with them. Are you ready to be inspired? Let's get started. Hello, welcome back to Unlimited Horizons, the podcast by the International Association of Women. My name is Megan Bizzuto. I'm the president here at AAW, and I can't wait to introduce my guest today. She's so fun. She, I've, I've spoken with her in the past. I've learned a lot through her book, through her programs, and we are going to dive into a fantastic conversation here. So with that, Camilla Gray Nelson's joining me. She is the president at Dairy Dell Canine and Farm Girls Lead. Um, Camilla, welcome. I'd love to kick us off. Tell us a little bit more about your background, your journey, and what you do both at, at Dairy Del Canyon and Farm Girls Lead. Because you have very yeah, interesting to be- <laughs> And there's a lot there. To be brief. We only have a few minutes. <laughs> yeah. So um, I am a farm girl. I was raised on a ranch. And um, all of that became more important later in my adult life. Um, I began my brick and mortar business, which is a dog training business, because I know how how animals think, what motivates them, how they pick their leaders, followers, how they get along. All that made a very successful dog training business. But more than that, now it's made for a very successful women's leadership um, coaching business because we are all animals mm-hmm. and I have a unique leadership style based on influence through instinct. That is how to, how to achieve willing cooperation from others at the instinctual level, not just the cognitive verbal level. Ooh. And that changed my life. That That is the whole backstory is in which we can probably get into, but uh, I struggled for years, um, a miserable, you know, (laughs) I think a miserable failure at what I was hoping. And then when I realized what I was doing wrong, and I went back to basics, the animal mind and the animal instincts in myself and others, everything changed for me. Mm. And so you've written a book about it, and you have a coaching program. Um, And can you talk through some of the results either you've, you've, you've achieved personally, obviously you just mentioned you, you had hit this point and, and kind of went back to basics. Can you talk a little bit about the impact this has had either a specific example in your own journey or somebody that you've coached? All right. Well, for me, probably the most impactful because the reason behind all of this in the book um, is that. Uh, after college, you know, I was a professional woman and ca- I came of age in the women's movement. So a little bit of background with me. Um, and I followed my I am woman, hear me roar kind of of attitude. And it didn't really get me as far as I thought it should. I, I went job to job. Um, I never really got a career going. I never got along with my bosses. Um and more devastatingly, if that's a word, I went through two horrible divorces, just just devastating. Then I was alone and miserable and not successful. And that's when I started really digging deep and looking around. And I realized the animals around me, I still live on a farm, um, they're not long. They pick mm-hmm. their leaders. 
they they embraced their role they and the ones that wanted more got more if they were clever and i studied how the leaders led and the successful followers followed but still got their goals met and i applied it to my own life and i've been happily married for 32 years this wow. year and um i have a business that is arm-pinchingly successful. I mean, so many awards and accolades and press. And and it's all because I started living my life and relating to others in terms of my my staff and and my uh, my vendors, my clients in my new way. Mm -hmm. So one of the things you say, there's this realization that humans are animals too. And when we look at the behaviors of animals and how, how animals treat each other in a pack, right? When, when you have all the animals together or how we're training animals and and productive training, um, explain to me a little bit, the mentality of, of how you came to realize that and the, the overlap between how the, the animals work versus how the humans work. It all gets down to instinct, understanding the instinct, the survival instincts Mm -hmm. in an animal, Mm -hmm. which then is re- relates to and creates their social network, their hierarchy, why they have a hierarchy. A hierarchy is about survival. You know, it's not about somebody wanting to be bossy. It's about survival. You you have the right, the right individual at the top leading, the right individual on down that power line. Everybody has a job to do and they do it willingly and happily. And um, when there's um, uh, some discipline that happens, it happens without emotion. It just happens. And then they figure it out because there's only one animal per rung on the power ladder. You know, in animals, and by the way, humans are animals. We are. We have the same survival instincts. We we experience fear and joy and rivalry and competition and all those things because there are survival instincts. But there's only one animal wrong of power where it gets really complicated and this is where it was complicated with my boss at work it was complicated with my husband same and equal meaning meaning sameness sameness not equal opportunity but sameness does not exist in the animal world Mm. it does not exist Mm -hmm. so you know if, if you're you know pursuing that 50-50 on everything in your marriage at every time and every discussion, it's not going to work because it conflicts with your inner animal. There's ways to get around it, which I've done, and um, and it changes everything. And there's ways when I was an employee, not a boss, I, I couldn't use the same action style that I would use as a boss to my employees you know, with, with me as an employee to my boss. And I saw this in the animal world, the clever subordinate animals had a whole different action style. They pursued friendship and trust. Mm -hmm. Friendship and trust. Believe me, if your boss trusts you and, and is impressed with, with how willing you are to do your job and to help him or her look good, Yep. You get promoted. You get promoted. That's how it works. Right. You can't go in there and demand a raise. Yep. That doesn't work. That's right. A, that's a right. roar instead of a purr. Anyway, yeah. those kinds of things you learn. I, I just want people to learn these things 
before they're through their life and before they've they've shed so many tears and 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 been so miserable learn it now learn mm-hmm. it now yeah and your life will will be forever changed right you so your example there of the the employee and the way that you can support up right it's you never want to be known as the person who's difficult or challenging or like it's okay to show up and ask questions. It's okay to poke holes in things, but you have to do it in a way that it's collaborative and supportive, not whining or complaining or demanding. So in the in a dog pack, let's say a dog pack, yeah. the one that's always challenging and always prickly, they are ostracized. Nobody likes them. They don't play with them. Mm-hmm. It's the same as in the, it was what happens in our human culture. Mm-hmm. It's about getting along. Getting what you want by getting along. It sounds really super simple and it is. But when you realize why that's true, Mm -hmm. it's because of the instincts and and the inner animal and being consistent and um and in a in in sync with your inner animal and the inner animal and others. And then what's really clever is when you realize. And you think through what your actions are going to be, but you weigh them against the instincts that you know exist in that other person. Mm-hmm. And, and you and you you plan your action based on that and not just here and do <laughs> it's everything. It's everything. Right. Yes. Yeah. And and we talk about this a lot with communication styles and the the art of active listening and actually being more insightful in your response than this idea of as you're talking, I'm already generating what I want to say back. I'm not even letting you get all your words out. Right. And and so when you think about collaboration and you think about uh, conversation, communication, all the things that help us be more successful, especially when working in teams, all of that matters. And if we're not picking up, whether it's a verbal cue or a nonverbal cue of somebody we're interacting with, if we're not picking that up or we're not taking time to observe, then we're likely missing opportunities to, to move forward. Right. And speaking of teams, remember, there's no equalness. Mm-hmm. So you only have two choices in action style in, in terms of the animal. You you either manage from the top down mm-hmm. or you or you engender friendship from the bottom up. When you work in a team, it's really easy to think of yourselves as equals in terms of the power grid, mm-hmm. the inner power grid. Mm-hmm. But you're not. But you're not. And it and if you act like the boss. Then it's then the reaction instinctually from the receiving end is who she thinks she is. (laughs) But so your only choice is to act bottom up Mm -hmm. to engender friendship and elicit happy cooperation. And then you get but our pride. Oh, my God, our pride. It's really hard to swallow it and do this, especially in this day and age. You know, we're raised with certain beliefs and cultural mm-hmm. norms. But I'm telling you, from one who's been there and done it one way and done it the other way and had success and happiness, it's animals have no pride, really. The pride mm-hmm. that gets in the way. 
-hmm. they are really good at accepting, accepting the current situation. And then they can change the situation after they accept it. Right, right. Um, there's so many interesting things that, that you touch on. Um, I feel like there's so many different ways we can go here for the leader. That's the person who, who is in the org chart at the top or above a group of people, what are some actions they can do? What are things they can do so that they're, cause obviously then you have the people, the group you're leading, right. And how do you make sure you foster the best relationships between those people and from, from, bottom up, top down, et cetera. Right. Well, so top down, the the number one attribute that's going to create that cooperative um, relationship, even if you're the boss, um, the employees still have to cooperate, mm-hmm. right? And they have to trust you. You must be trustworthy. Part of being trustworthy is not to be emotional, mm. to be fair, <laughs> to be kind, to be kind, um, but be clear, be clear about what your standards are, be clear about what you are um, requiring, mm-hmm. whether it's just policy in general in the office or whether it's an actual assignment, be very clear. And then do not be afraid to follow through and enforce the rules that you of the goals that you've set out. If you set a deadline date and it comes and goes, don't just reset it and say, oh, well, they were busy. That, that, that. No, you have a conversation and you say, okay, here, here's here's what you agreed to. Right, right. Let's, you know, why didn't this happen? Yeah. Then you're for, there's a there's a three-step enforcement thing that, that my model um, animal leader called Bessie the cow, right? So she, so she, she was the queen of the herd. And so she had a very very clear three-step management process. She made it clear. Then she would give a subtle but clear warning. Mm. And then she'd take action. Yeah. There was no pussyfooting around, you know? Right. Right. And because of that, the her we always knew where Piggy was in the in the field because that would be all the cows would be around her. She had this magnetism of power, not because she was mean, not because she was frightening. She was just quietly powerful. Right. And I find that most management issues with employees really, they, they trace back to a lack of leadership or mm-hmm. leadership that's not not correct in terms of um, the instinctive Right. And one of the things that is so important that you touched on is the, the communication of expectation, because if we don't clearly communicate the expectation and the result we want, then when people go execute, are they like, if, if they don't deliver, well, is it because we didn't clearly communicate? So the first step is clear communication of the expectation, right? Absolutely. That's her number one in her, in her. Yeah. And when you have that clear communication, then if something is not going the way it's supposed to, it's either not getting done or we're missing a result or the result is, is different than what we expected. We can, we can say, well, it was clearly communicated. It was not executed correctly, or here's the issue or the challenge or the problem. How do we address this? But if you miss that first step, then you, you don't have anything to address. 
We're going to take a quick break to talk about the International Association of Women. We talk a lot about the challenges women face, and we know that the best way to overcome challenges is with a supportive community by your side. The International Association of Women is here to support you throughout your professional journey. No matter where you're at in your career or business, IAW has the resources, tools, programming, and events to help you make progress towards your goals. This includes frequent networking events where you can show up authentically and share your ask with the community, a resource library filled with eBooks and templates, and monthly workshops and webinars that are geared towards helping you maximize your potential. Visit www.iawomen.com to learn more about the IAW community and how IAW will help you fast track your success. All right, let's get back to the show. And then the second step when you uh, are, are having the conversation for missed goals or deadlines, you get a commitment mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. the staff, the employee. Yeah. You know, Okay, let's work on this. Let's you know, let's make sure it's clear. Let me maybe help you with a roadblock that that yep. you're dealing with. You're yep. helpful, right? But then, can you commit? Let's commit to having this on my desk by this mm-hmm. time on this date. Yep. And I follow up with an email that reiterates what we discussed and what was agreed yep. upon. Yep. So there's absolute clarity. And then let the chips fall where they may. Right. That's where a number of, of managers fail because it's difficult. You know, it's difficult. It, it is. To, but I have know, to say, I think it's difficult to manage, especially if you're if we're talking about people who are not performing, right? Or they're missing deadlines or they're not getting done. It can be very hard to have those conversations because they're they're difficult conversations. But if you've clearly set the expectation and got buy-in from day one, and then the expectation continues to be missed, it's an easier conversation because you have the rec- you have it documented, you have it clearly laid out. Nobody's going, yes. oh well, I didn't know there was a deadline, or well, you let me miss the deadline five other times, so why why is this time any different? <laughs> you exactly. have to be consistent. It's um, like a dog that you don't want on the couch, but you let him on. Oh, every so time. often, or right? You tell it's, them to get off. He growls at you. Say, they're what are you confused. Doing? Like they're they're, they're you're, yeah, they're confused. They don't. You, there's no consistent rule. There's no consistent standard, and that just leads people all over the place. Um, and that means there's not a good leader, right? In the animal world, the leader is very clear, and they're always consistent, right? And I the um oh, I lost my train of thought. What oh, was sorry. I going to say? Um, the thing I oh, in terms of it can be challenging to give that feedback. Like that's the hard part of being a manager, right? Where you have to give negative feedback or you need to step in and help support. Um, But I almost, I find employees want, they want to be held accountable. They want the structure. They want the consistency. And so you're right. It goes back to leadership, right? And a, a bad leader is not providing that. And I have found personally, people want that structure. Like- it, it empowers yeah. them to be successful and, and yeah. So it makes it life easier for them. It does so for everyone. It's, it's, it's yeah. So from a leadership perspective, set the standard and, and clearly communicate. And, and, yes, yes. <laughs> and again, it's all about survival. Remember the the animal dynamic is there to minimize um, energy expense. 
you know, mm-hmm. and, and to be more efficient. You waste a lot of energy, time, and resources with confusion, mm-hmm. which is why a hierarchy and a leader and rules and acceptance of the different um, assignments or, or positions is really about survival. And that's why they're so strong. That's why it's undeniably going to affect human behavior because they're survival instincts. Right, right. Absolutely. Okay. So then you layer in what you you have adding the secret sauce. So attitude, gratitude, and purpose to realize true right. happiness. Talk to me about secret sauce and and what is the secret sauce? Attitude, gratitude, and purpose is sort of what makes us human Hmm. and elevates us above the four-legged animals in our animal world. Um, We have been given or evolved a brain and and this cortex that's that's able to, to think higher and bigger than just the here and now. Attitude. I always say attitudes is your armor. You can, you can take any situation and it is what you, what what you perceive it to be and what you make it. You can look at things with a glass half empty or a glass half full. You really can. Like when you lose a job, is it the end of the world or is it a door to a new opportunity? Mm -hmm. That kind of thing. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, when I, when I have to fire someone, I talk about that. Yeah. I say, you know, this is going to open you up to a job that's much more suited to you. So yeah. attitude is your armor. Because anything that happens will bounce off of you if you practice positive attitude. Mm-hmm. It really will. It's mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, gratitude. I'm telling you, gratitude sort of feeds into attitude as well. But if if you're not practicing gratitude daily, I recommend that you start a little routine. For me, it's in the morning. You know, when you wake up, but you're not quite out of bed yet, <laughs> you're thinking about your day or whatever it is, <laughs> um, having your coffee. But even before I open my eyes and have my coffee, I, 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 just, I just try to be positive and I think about all the things that I'm so grateful for. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's all over the map. Yep. But that practice... It makes you rich and full, and it allows you to embrace life, whatever happens, because you know you've got a good base of things to be grateful for. It's easy yeah. to get down in that dark hole. It and is. What was me kind of thing. Yep. Um, and then purpose. I don't think people realize the importance of purpose in their life until they're older, you know, <laughs> over 40. <laughs> Uh, well, you're too busy, you know, raising the kids and getting your career, but, but having a purpose, and I'm sure there's lots of research on this, makes for a satisfied person. Um, at a certain point you go, you know, what's it all about, Alfie? Mm-hmm. You know, am I just uh, sucking up air and taking up space? And is the world going to be a better place when I'm gone? You need to figure out how you're going to answer that question. And Whatever your purpose is, it can be anything. It can be helping children, helping the world, something as small as, as supporting your local food bank or or being an advocate for this or that, whatever makes you you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so that that the attitude, gratitude, and purpose is like the, the crowning capstone on a life that's happy and fulfilled. I don't know that you can be happy and fulfilled just being successful. Right. Right. Look, look at the news. Successful people. I, it's, you know. it's, yeah. You know, <laughs> it's it's funny. I recently um did a presentation around the idea of balance and having it all without sacrificing it all. And I share an example very early in my career. I actually stepped away from my career to have children. And yes. the it was the so many people were like, Oh, you get to be a stay-at-home mom, you get this, you get that. I was not happy. I was not, I, I loved being with my kids, but it was like, I was missing the career side of things. I was, I felt like I had given up something. And so for me, that, that balance, like the purpose piece, right? Like the, what is the impact I'm having? I'm, I want to go back to having a career. And so I found my way back to having a career, but it's interesting when you think about like that, that balance at a higher level and your purpose and it's, it's easy to get caught up in the day-to-day and the craziness and the, the expectations of everybody else around us. But if you clearly sit down and, and define your purpose, <laughs> it helps in terms of your overall happiness level. Right. Volunteer work, um, mm-hmm. finding an organization you really want to support and yep. whether it's financially or, or physically. Yep. It's so it's a piece that needs to, to fit into the complete puzzle. complete puzzle. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think a lot of people, when they, when they start thinking purpose, I do agree with you that later in life, we there's, there's shifts, right? I, I'm mid forties. And so this res, I also just recently went through a divorce and I like, there's lots of changes happening and I find it's a good moment to reflect and really think what is my purpose and ha- what impact do I want to leave on the world? Right. I, Exactly. <laughs> How do I leave it better than when I came what I in? yeah otherwise exactly. I'm just I'm just a squatter print <laughs> free right and so and so the the way that you sum up this attitude gratitude and purpose I love that because it's the combination it is that secret sauce right when when those three things come together then you're you're living in this harmonious place where it's it, you're intentional about what you're doing and you're, you're going to be able to adapt. You're going to be able to, to be successful. And it just, I love it. What a, a nice way to, to sum it up. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. It's great. Um, so, but I always like to make sure before we do our final wrap up that we know where our listeners can find you. So we do have show notes with all of our podcast episodes. So anyone listening, you can find everything right in the the show notes. We've got two websites. So Dairy Dell and farmgirlslead.com. And then on Instagram, we are farmgirlslead and Facebook, Camilla Gray Nelson author. Of course, we will, we will tag, we will tag you, but we'll also have those linked. Um, tell us a little bit more about what you do through Farm Girls Lead and the book that you wrote, because we've had a conversation about this separately, but I'd love if you could, could share some insights into what you do through Farm Girls Lead. Well, basically I, I help people achieve their goals and whether they are, you know, uh, and be better, be better managers, but achieve their personal goals. I'm going to show you a copy of my book, book cover. Is that okay? Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yep. Yep. I see happy. it. Yep. So it's a farm girl's guide 
to leading, succeeding, and living your best life. And I and, and it's I help people with all those things that help make me successful. You know, you don't have to grow up on a farm. It's not where you, it's not your address. It's your attitude. Mm-hmm. So things about growing your grit, you know, your grit and your courage and the things that right. that every farmer knows, yep. but everyone can but, learn. Right. And so that's really and then. What I love, the most favorite part about the book is it in the second half, it goes through common scenarios of issues, whether it's what for, for parents raising kids, leadership is important there too, um, relationships, mm-hmm. um, the office, and looking at situations through the instinctive eye of the of the inner animal like what what instincts are involved here what should we avoid because mm-hmm. there's certain animal archetypes like like the emotional overreactor etc that we have to avoid and then what's our action plan to get that willing cooperation whether it's from a child um the promotion from our boss or meeting deadlines from our staff mm-hmm. so that's really what i talk about and um Love and, it. and various ways, whether it's, it's online or in person, you know, via zoom, I can yeah. help people many ways, but may- mostly Amazon and a copy of this book can be your practical guide. Love it's, it. It's harvest oh, happy it's so easy. Amazon as a practical guide to life and success. I love it. Well, I've, I, I always enjoy your, your conversations. I, I love the, the way you compare all of this to the animals. It's something I had never thought about before. And then I read all your information. I was like, oh, this is really interesting. (laughs) Um, So I've learned a lot. Thank you. I'm sure our listeners have as well. Um, As we wrap up, I'd love if you have any final tip or action plan or words of wisdom for our listeners, we'd love to hear it. I think just keeping in mind that humans are animals too. Mm -hmm. You know, learn how to influence through instinct. It's a much more genteel way of life than this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, just really keep in mind that capstone of the happy pyramid, and that's attitude, gratitude, and purpose. If you haven't made a point, a conscious point to bring those into your life, that would be my suggestion. And it sort of solves a lot of other things. So those, those are my three high points. I love it. Well, thank you, Camilla, so much for being here today. Thank you for everyone listening in. We always appreciate your reviews and feedback on all of our platforms. And stay tuned. We will be back again next week with a new episode for you. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. If you would like more information about our community, visit our website at www.iawomen.com.